0: Internet Traffic Jam episode 402. Hi, my name is Vince Reed, lead generation expert, speaker, and coach. And if you want to learn how to generate targeted leads for your business using pay-per-click marketing on a mastery level, stay tuned because I'm going to show you how. Welcome to the Battlezone edition of Internet Traffic Jam. Vince Reed here, and what you're about to listen to is a mastermind that I had with Chris Record. Chris Record is an amazing entrepreneur who's built several companies that have generated multiple seven figures. On this particular episode, you're going to hear Chris share his new vlogging strategies as well as some additional content and information about a new company that he's getting ready to launch, which will flat out blow you away. So sit back and enjoy the one and only Chris Record. All right, I am live. It is battle mastermind time, and I'm here with my man, my boy, my friend, entrepreneur extraordinaire, Mr. Chris Record. What's going on, brother? What's up, everybody? What's up? And as only as Chris can, he's hustling as he just, uh, you know, got to Vegas or he's moved to Vegas. So he had to find a conference room, get internet, and he did it. And he made it happen. So, um, you know, one thing I got to let you know, you know, and for those of you who are new to the show, it's the Battle Mastermind for a reason. We're friends and we don't hold any punches. And you guys are just basically flies flashing the wall watching us get better. So, Chris, my friend, tell me how you got to be so awesome.
1: Oh, well, in one nutshell, man, I'm a skater slash rapper slash entrepreneur slash hustler. What can you do? Uh, I don't know about this awesome thing, man. Uh, I'm just a grinder. You know, I'm just like everybody else. I'm somebody who had a dream wanted to be an entrepreneur, wanted to be successful. I went online, I started following other people that were successful, and you know, you just start picking up clues along the way, and it was not overnight, it was like literally over five years before I even got my my business profitable. But then once I kind of figured out how to get it profitable, I scaled it from $10,000 a month to 100 grand a month to over a million dollars a month, gross sales, not a million dollars a month profit, and now my new goal is $1 million per month net profit with my business.
0: Awesome, man. So. With that being said, let's lead right into that.
1: <laughs> that was the quickest story ever.
0: All you guys need to know, I'm sure he's he's all over the internet. So if you guys want to find out more, and you guys know he wouldn't be here if he wasn't,
1: you know. And you yeah. can ask me more if you ever want to ask me more. You can ask for more.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. Let's dive into the match. I'm glad we got this this out quick, cause we're gonna, we can go back and forth for a while. So, tell me a little bit about the uh, you know because a lot of people, entrepreneurs and they, or people, or maybe just people looking from the outside in, they might hear you say million a month or a hundred thousand a month. And that makes people feel <clears throat> some kind of way, right? Why, you know, and I also have the goal of a million a month uh, net as well. So that's our goal, which we're, we're trying to hit this year. So my question to you is, what would you say about that? And how, what are some of the strategies and plans that, Somebody can actually take to start moving in that direction? Like, what are some of the actionable things that you did to say,
1: okay, I've hit these numbers, now I wanna actually get there? Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay, so yeah, so the question is two parts, right? One is like, people are gonna feel a certain way when they hear other people talk about numbers. And then, on the other hand, the second part of the question is, what are some steps people can do to actually start achieving those numbers? So, as far as the, the reason people feel the way that they do, it's because um, there's levels to this game, you know, there's levels to this. And the thing is, is that like, right now, if Vince was interviewing Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan, and he said, tell us about, you know, game six or whatever it was, tell us about a story. Michael Jordan would tell you some story that was so unbelievably insane and crazy. You're gonna feel a certain way about it. But if you were an aspiring basketball player, you wouldn't get turned off by Michael Jordan's story. You would get inspired by it, but you wouldn't be like, oh man, I'm never gonna be as good as Michael. Oh man like he's just talking about like sinking like 10, three pointers in a row. I mean, come on, let's be real. Like I can't even see 10 in my backyard. So, no one's gonna compare themselves to Michael, right? Because he's the GOAT. So the deal is, is that you gotta realize when you're, getting, uh, when you're on mastermind type calls like this and you're hearing from people being interviewed, realize they're kind of like GOATs in their industry. They're, they're some of the greatest in the industry. You're not learning necessarily from somebody who's just trying to make their first $100. So don't compare yourself. You wouldn't compare yourself to Michael Jordan. You would get inspired by it. So first thing, whenever you hear people talk about numbers, instead of feeling some kind of way, don't compare yourself to that person. Instead, think of this as levels. You're playing a video game, you're on level one, the game has 10 levels, your goal is to beat the game. So you're talking with somebody who just beat level 10, they're gonna be talking about stuff that you don't even know yet, but your goal is to get there, get inspired. So what I did with money is I set it all as levels. My first level was to make my first sale. Okay, I was hustling on the streets of Santa Cruz, California, and I was selling websites, business to business. I would go business to business and try to sell them on let me design a website for you. And by the way, I wasn't even a good website designer, but I just wanted to hustle and make money. So finally, after it took me about 50 businesses before one said yes. And here's a kicker, I was only selling websites for $300. It wasn't even like a big sale. So I went to like over 50 businesses. So you realize my first level was start your own business and make a sale make a single sale once i accomplished that level then it was like okay my next level level two get 10 clients okay now that is so simple that but that still took me like a year to do so it took me like months to graduate level one or whatever it was yeah a couple months to graduate level one and then to graduate level two was like a year it's crazy when you think about that but it's like a it's like a chart the levels aren't like a clear staircase. It's more like an S curve, right? It's more like a momentum curve. So in the beginning, the levels took a long time, but then to go from like level four to five to six, I started popping up really, really fast. So eventually I got to the point where I added search engine optimization to my business services. So now I had website design and SEO. Well, at this point, all of these businesses that I had already sold sites to, they all wanted me to rank them in Google. So now it was easy, in one month, I made more sales than I had made the entire year before by adding a single service. So now I go to all these existing clients. And they all said, yes, we'll do it in one month. I didn't have to go door to door. I didn't have to do marketing. Didn't have to do anything. Cause so I just sold to my existing clients. So now my business is starting to pop and I am make my first $10,000 a month. That is when I realized there's levels to this. I can make $10,000 in a month, I know it's possible, but it didn't happen overnight. So once I made $10,000 in a month, you know what? It was so fast to get to $20,000 a month, that only took me about two months. So think about it, it took me years to get to $10,000 a month, two months, to get to another 10,000 higher. And that's how it works, it's like a long road until you start popping, pop, 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 pop. And then you can start leveling up. So keep that in mind, there's levels to this. So when Vince Reed talks about his goal to net a million dollars a month, that doesn't mean like, oh my God, it's so far fetched. No, that means he's been playing the game for a while and he's beat some of those earlier levels and he's just trying to beat level 10 right now. And then after level 10, there's levels to this. He's gonna be like, Oh man, there's a whole set of another 10 levels he didn't even know about called like the tax levels, the legal levels, the whatever levels. There's more <laughs> levels in this business game. So the reality is is that that first part of that question was about like people feel a certain kind of way when they hear about money. Here's the way that you should feel. Treat it like a game and be like, "You know what? These guys have leveled up for years to get to where they are. They're not overnight success. They put in the grind, they put in the hustle. They've leveled up. And you know what? I'm going to follow in their footsteps." Hear it and be inspired and don't compare yourself because you're not on the same level, but you will be, okay? There will be a time where you're gonna look back and go, man, it all makes sense now. And your friends are gonna look at you and go, I could never do what you do. Yeah, it never seems like you could do what Michael Jordan does either until you go through (laughs) the levels that he went through. So that's the way you gotta think about it. Now, as far as actionable steps to do this, what I would do is I would take this level concept and I would actually take your goals, which don't have to be Vince's goals. Vince might like a certain kind of car. That doesn't mean you like the car. Same thing with money. Vince might have a money objective. Doesn't mean it's your same money objective. Create your own set of goals that you want to achieve in your business and other areas. And then instead of making them goals, turn those goals into levels and focus on leveling up. Right? Turn your goals into levels and focus on leveling up. So what I want you to do is I want you to take your goal. Maybe it's uh, $10,000 in a single month. Okay, and maybe it's to get to the point of 100000 in a year. Or maybe it's to get to the point of a million in a year. Whatever it is. Make it levels. Where you are now, go ahead and write level one. And then where you're looking to go, write level 10. And then what I want you to do is I want you to draw an S curve, okay? Not a direct line to it. Draw like an S curve. It kind of like, like, a, like, a, like low in the beginning, and then it kind of spikes up really high. And then for the beginning, make like five levels. Those levels are going to be the hardest. To so go from level one, two, three, four, five. Those are the hardest, but by level five, your character has experience. Your character's no longer afraid of failure. Your character's no longer afraid of taking risks. Things start compounding and you start beating levels faster. One, two, three, four, five, and then on this, when it starts spiking, do six, seven, eight, nine, and then 10, and then assign some metrics to each level so you know if you beat it. For example, let's say my goal is to get a six pack. You don't just go to the gym and a week later be like, I hit that goal, knock that one out of the park, There's levels to this, right? So you gotta realize, first you gotta go and look, what percentage body fat do I need to be for a six pack to even be visible? And let's say you go to like a a gym trainer, and he's like, you gotta be under 10% body fat before that's even gonna make sense. And you go, well, what am I now? And let's say they check, and man, you're 25% body fat. And that's probably average for a lot of people here. You're 25%, you wanna get to 10%, create levels with it. And you know what those first levels, you know what they might be? They might be going to the store, buying a Fitbit, and literally setting a goal to walk 10,000 steps a day for 10 days in a row, and that's it. It's not about how many crunches you do, it's not about any dieting, it, you don't go aggressive, you go, you go, you can make them easy goals, but you, you give them like level playing field, not the hard goals. So yeah, 10,000 steps for 10 days, and if you miss a day, you start over. So now you got the Fitbit you're tracking, and it's right on your metrics, and you go, you know what, I graduated level one to level two. Now level two, you start adding some push-ups some sit-ups, and you could check with a coach onto like tell the coach this level idea. They're gonna think it's brilliant. They're gonna think you're brilliant. They're gonna wanna hire you as the coach. But you just set these levels and then what what you realize is the really hard levels is when you get down to like 14% body fat to go from 14% to like 8%, that's harder than to go from 25 to 14. 25 to 14, you're just gonna change some habits in your life. Okay. And you're going to create some new habits and you're going to get some daily consistent routines going. And then once you get those daily routines going, then you're going to be addicted to success. You're going to feel it. You're going to wake up in the morning and want to work out. So the levels get easier. and So you start to spike up and see results. The same way that you would set health goals, you wouldn't try to lose 50 pounds overnight. Don't try to make a million dollars overnight. It just doesn't make sense. Do it properly, and do it with levels, that's my advice.
0: And it's, and that's freaking fire. And the, the truth is, it's not reality that you're going to make a million dollars overnight. And the funny thing is, when you do start creating levels in your business, and I know you probably experienced this, if you were to think back and think about your mindset and the things, like, it's almost uncomfortable to go back to level one. Yeah. It's almost, to me, it'd be harder to go back to the beginning when it was so, unthinkable back then so my point to anyone watching this as you get going as you start moving forward it gets a lot easier once you get it gets easier and you'll actually to me yeah, I'm, I'm I'll be I'm frightened to like think about going back to the way I was back then all right so I got another question for you Ooh. um you know you've been doing amazing um obviously your, your your entire career you've been awesome but recently obviously you've taken on this new kind of venture with uh vlogging and obviously I know you've got a new company Tell me how you're bringing those two together, and you know, tell me a little bit about your, your plans with the new company and how, and how that's, that's coming
1: about. Okay, so in the summer of 2017, which is like uh, six months ago or so, I decided to sell my company. I had a company called Techademics. I was the co-founder of it and decided to sell the company. So it was an 18-month build and exit. And then when the process of selling a company, it was not like a sale happens overnight. If you ever hear people saying, oh, I sold my company, usually they've been working on it for a while and then they don't announce it until it actually sells, right? Or they don't announce it until it's late. So there's lawyers, there's accountants, there's a timeline, there's buyout periods, there's all kinds of stuff, right? So while that was going on, I said, you know what? Let me take six months and let me do something for free to people before I just go and like try to sell or launch something new. And then I said, instead of just doing something for free, let me build something with a purpose. So what I said was I said, you know what, I've been on Facebook for years and you know, I got videos that have done millions of views. You know, I've got you know, 150,000 fans on my person or my Facebook fan page, like another 70,000 on my personal. And I get traction. I can, I can launch a video and it does like 10,000 views. But I kind of like hit my peak on Facebook. I know I could buy more fans and stuff like that. But I found that the bigger I got, Facebook would just squash the, the algorithm a little bit. My stuff would only get seen by the same amount of people. So even though I got 150,000 fans, It's getting seen by the same amount of people as when I had 10,000 or 20,000 fans. So I started losing a little bit of my lackluster for building a brand on Facebook. However, just for uh, full transparency, I still advertise on Facebook. I use the paid advertising section. But I really just kind of like use Facebook now to kick it with my existing audience, but I don't use it to build a new audience. So I said, if I want to build a new audience, what platforms right now are the best places to build? I don't think building a new audience on Facebook is the way to go in 2018. I think YouTube is a phenomenal place to build a new audience. I even think Instagram has some potential, but YouTube has great potential because if I launch a video on Facebook and you could probably relate to this Vince, if I launch a video on Facebook, it's going to get, let's say a few thousand views and then it kind of caps off and then you could check back on that video six months from now and it's got the same amount of views. There's no like, ongoing circulation of your content on Facebook. It kind of goes and then it scrolls through the newsfeed and then it's gone. But on YouTube, when you launch a video, you don't really get a lot of views up front. It's a little bit more embarrassing because you launch a video on YouTube and it's like only a few hundred views. But then you check on that video a year later and you're like, where did these 30,000 views come from? It just sits there and it's because YouTube is a place where people go to search and find content. Facebook is not a place where people search to find content. Facebook is where they go to scroll through their newsfeed and check in with their friends. YouTube is where they go to search and find content. Google is where they go to search and find content. So if you wanna build a new audience, go somewhere where where new people are looking to search and find you, right? They're not going to Facebook to search and find you. Now, if I met Vince in person, I'm gonna go on Facebook and add him. But I'm not gonna go on Facebook and be like, you know, typing keywords having to do with Vince, you know, and be like, oh, he looks like a perfect person to connect with. No, YouTube, yes. On YouTube, I'm going to type in, ask for like podcasts, sales strategies, Facebook advertising, and then up comes a video with Vince, and then I watch it, and then if he resonates with me, I'm a new follower. So it works to get a new audience. You see what I'm saying? I wanted a fresh, new, and exciting audience. YouTube is phenomenal for that. Now, I started studying the YouTube algorithm, okay, because all these social media sites are constantly changing things. You know, Google makes these updates. Uh, Facebook even just announced they're changing it. Facebook's making it even harder for businesses to reach consumers on, on Facebook now. They've gotta pay even more because consumers were complaining, there's too much business in my newsfeed. I wanna see my friends. So Mark Zuckerberg came out and made a personal announcement saying we're gonna show you more friends and family. More friends and family means less business, right? But on YouTube, you can go and and people aren't worried people aren't complaining because they're searching for what they want and getting what they want so every site has an algorithm youtube's algorithm works a little bit like this in 2018 it's all about watch time on your video so what youtube does is they took a look at when somebody searches and finds you how long are they spending on the site specifically how long are they spending on your video but then how long are they spending on the site beyond that what youtube wants is youtube wants you to be a doorway to their house and then they want that guest to stay and party for a long time. Think about it that way. That benefits YouTube because as they stay and party and hop around room to room to room, AKA video to video to video, YouTube gets to display an ad at the doorway of every room. So it's like, ooh, I hear some, I hear some EDM music in that room. Let me go on over there. Boom, I gotta watch an ad before I can go through the door. Oh, check out this hip hop room. Boom, it's a party, man. It's the YouTube party. And they're gonna throw an ad at every door. So what I did was I realized like, I've gotta have compelling content that draws them in and then makes them wanna watch much more videos. When I do that, YouTube is gonna reward me by making me a suggested video when you're watching Vince or whoever. Now, because they know I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, like, a, I'm like the influencer that hypes up the party, okay? I'm the, I'm the hype man for the party. So when you're watching Vince's video, YouTube is gonna say, ooh, we gotta show Chris Records' video as a related one because man, this is the hype man. They're gonna watch Chris and they're gonna spend an hour on YouTube. So this is the data that YouTube collects, the algorithm. It's all based on watch time. So, in order to do this, it really comes down to this. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna drop some knowledge on them right here. This is sure. very, very good. This is in my course, but you know what? For you guys, free, because I'm always been friends with Vince. But check it out. Four T's. I'm gonna give you the four T's to just killing it with YouTube. Okay, you ready? First, most important thing you do with your YouTube video is the thumbnail. On YouTube, you everybody judges a book by its cover okay if i'm watching vince's video and there's all these related videos on the side i'm gonna the, the first thing it draws you is a thumbnail it's very thumbnail driven big thumbnails going down you're gonna look at the thumbnail and if the thumbnail captures you and draws you in that's the first thing people look at so the first most important t, t is thumbnail now once i see a thumbnail that, that that draws me in all i'm gonna do is browse right underneath it and i'm gonna read the title the second t is title i'm gonna read the title so if this thumbnail and title are solid I'm going to go into that room. So it's kind of like if I'm, a, if I'm in a house party and in every single door identifies what's in the room, I'm going to go and go and go until I see the one I want to go into and then I'm going to go in. I don't know what's in the room until I get in there, but I'm going to judge it by the thumbnail and the title. Okay? Now, once you're inside the room, okay, I have the ability to walk in the room and then walk right back out. Okay? This happens on YouTube a lot. I click the video and I'm like, this is dumb and I leave. Okay? You don't want that. YouTube hates that. If you're causing people to leave the experience, to leave the party, they're not gonna reward you in their algorithm. So the most important thing you could do is right up front in your video, and it's the third T, it's called teaser. Okay, you gotta have a powerful teaser. Right in the beginning of your video, you've only got like 15 seconds to win their attention for the remainder of the video. So you gotta do something up front that pops it. Say something powerful, to, like I might say something like, if this, was, if this was the video right here, I might start off the first 15 seconds, I might go, Hey guys, Chris Record here. In today's video, I'm gonna teach you the four T's of YouTube marketing and you're gonna take notes and these T's are gonna help you explode your YouTube channel, get more subscribers, more views. I took a YouTube channel to 25,000 subscribers from scratch using these four T's and they're yours free, let's go. That's an example of a teaser. You tell them what you're gonna tell them and then in the video, you tell them and then at the end, you tell them what you told them. Okay, that might be a little too advanced but you tell them what you're gonna tell them and tell them what you told them. So listen. Once you hook them in with the teaser, they're like, okay, all right, I'll fill you out, let's go. I'll check it out, let's see what you got. Now, it's just all about being you and being transparent and authentic. You know, you don't have to worry about being a character. There's enough people in the world that there's gonna be a whole group that likes you. So your mission is to expose yourself to a lot of people and then find your audience, your tribe. So just be you, be funny, be whatever. If you're not funny, don't be funny. You know, if you're serious, be serious. If you're analytical in real life, be analytical in your videos. Okay, so because I want to. So if I watch Vince's video, after a few minutes of watching this video, I'm like, this dude is actually pretty cool, and he's got good content. I'm gonna subscribe. Okay, but there's one more T. I said there's four T's. Okay, the first one, thumbnail. The second one, title. The third one, teaser. And the fourth one is treasure. Treasure. Your video is about something. Remember when I said the teaser was, here's the four T's that exploded a channel from zero to 25,000 subscribers, over 1.5 million views, they're yours for free today. Now, if the video is a 10 minute video, I really want those four T's to be a little bit into the video because I want watch time, okay? If I put those four T's right up front, then what's gonna happen is they're gonna watch it and they're gonna bounce, okay? So what I wanna do is I wanna take a look at the, the, I wanna like push it out there. So the video might start off and go, What's up guys, Chris Record here. You know what, Um, I'm part of the Record Breakers. You guys, this is a channel where every single day we come to you, we teach you valuable tips. Today, we're gonna be talking about YouTube algorithm, we're gonna be talking about to do. so plot a pen and paper, yada, yada, yada. So I've already won you, so now I'm just engaging you. And be like, hey, before we get the four Ts, I got a little bonus surprise for you. YouTube's 2018 algorithm update. You didn't even know you were gonna get it, let's get into that. So you're there for the four Ts, but I'm gonna try to carry you on for a little while longer as long as I can before I get to those. So if it's a 10-minute video, I'm probably not going to like dive into the nuts and bolts content until about five minutes. So I've got five minutes, half the video, to try to just keep you on this journey. Maybe I like, maybe I transition from my house to uh, the, the coffee shop, and then I, I pop you on the journey with me. Whatever it is, because what happens is instead of it just being like a two minute video or a three minute video, it ends up being a 10 minute video, my average watch time goes up, YouTube rewards me. So I know it might be advanced for people not on YouTube, but it's the four T's. Thumbnail, title, teaser, treasure, put the treasure a little bit into the video, not right in the beginning, and then kind of hype them and keep them engaged because they're there for the four, they're there for your treasure. So they'll hang in there and you have an opportunity to extend the average view time of these viewers. And then once you do that, oh boy, Watch your stats start to go up. It might take 90 days for it to kick in, but it goes up. So that, Vince, is why I chose to get on YouTube. And I started in, the, in a, about 120 days, I did 120 vlogs every single day, publishing and uploading a vlog, because YouTube likes consistency, they like consistent uploads. Every day I published a vlog using that format. And then I also did a music video every single week for those 20 weeks, and, uh, or however many weeks that was, through the 120 days, it was like 16, 17 videos. Every single week did a music video because I also wanted something that kind of popped and was different. So I decided to do entrepreneur rap videos, which is a whole other story. Which
0: are awesome, by the way. And we're going to throw in a little treasure because I want you to tell me a little bit here in a second how you are leveraging this, if you, can, if you plan on continuing to do this for your new project. I want to know a little bit about the new project and also the plan to scale that to a million a month. But before we do that, do you have any questions for me, my friend? How can I help you? Which basically... Albums is this was so much fire. I'm like brighton I think I have more pages of notes already. We still have more questions. But how can I help you, my friend?
1: Yeah. Okay. So you have a very loyal following. Um. When I meet people, and I always say, if your name comes up, or if I ask like, oh, do you know my buddy Vince Reed? It's not like, yeah, I know of them. It's like the people that know you, they love you. You have a way to be able to kind of cultivate like a really loyal following, and that's very difficult to do on the internet. It's easy to do if you're like in like multi-level marketing or something and you have a weekly Tuesday meeting and everybody in your city goes to it, you know, you're with them every day. But like, if you're in like, uh, internet marketing, it's hard. Cause we're technically all strangers. How do you, how do you bridge that gap from these, these, these people that are in different cities, different States, you don't see them on a, on like, you don't see them in person that often. How is it that these people feel like they know you like you and trust you so much? How, how is it that you build loyalty with your tribe? Because dude, I see it all the time.
0: I appreciate that, man. Um, you know, for me, I just try to give without expecting or wanting anything in return. And it's 100% genuine. Like, you know, some, some people ask me, they go, Vince, like, you share so much of your, of your insight, your information to people who on the outside might be viewed as a competitor. And I just don't come from a place of scarcity, for one. And anybody that I'm connected with who are my true friends and, you know, people like you, I really, I actually love seeing you guys win. Like, when I see one of your rap videos, like, we'll like, Chris's raps came out. Like, we'll stop the office and go check it out. Hit the like button. Like, I really, really engage and love, like, what my friends are doing, no matter if they're doing something similar. So, you know, from that, I just have never, I never really ask. I really try to give. I know that's kind of cliche, but I'm constantly trying to figure out how I can provide more value to my friends and the people in the, in my, in the industry and people within my network. That's really my number one agenda. I believe that there's so many people out there in the world who will leverage, like you said, somebody out there is going to like you you know and need your product or service, and I just truly believe that, and I believe that um, if you really come from a place where you really want to help those who are connected with you or provide value or just be there for them, um, that I guess over the years has has panned out and worked well for me, so um, just really being there for people, man, just being cool and just down to help where I can i really i really don 't have a plan or agenda to like. To make that happen, but I'm very blessed and fortunate to have the group of people and friends that I've been able to um, meet and and work with over the years, man. So absolutely. Does that answer your question? Dope, dope.
1: Yeah. So, like, basically, in a nutshell, you're saying that uh, the kind, the concept of giving them value upfront without asking for something in return. I guess the way that I'm hearing it is that if somebody receives value from them, that from you, that impacts their life in a positive way, it's almost like they they would have paid for that so it's almost like they owe you even if they don't feel they owe you it's like you've helped me and now it's natural for me to want to go and support you and what you're doing therefore become a loyal follower because i know i'm going to receive information that's going to actually have an impact in my life therefore this is worth my time and it's world where all these other people out there vince is worth my time because vince gives me practical stuff that really does make a difference it's already made a difference in my life so i kind of feel like that's what you're saying is like by giving and not just giving junk, but giving actual valuable things that help people, you're going to build a loyal tribe who's going to follow you everywhere because they're actually receiving something that's making a difference. Absolutely.
0: I mean, and to be quite honest with you, you know, thinking about this more, um, I, I love what you said earlier. You know, you could ask someone about, you know, what do you know about Street, And they can say that to me, that's worth a million bucks, you know, for them to know that I truly am there to help. Like when I, like for me, you know one. I you know I know that I want to talk about it. I know you have like kind of like a game kind of like um, cash flow uh, quadrant that we want to talk about but I actually kind of have a, 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 a platform or training like that as well and one of one of the things that I talk about in that is that like just really how many people are you getting to give you testimonials how many people have you really affected in terms of their life so for me anybody whether it's a student friend I really want to affect them in a positive way in whatever way I can you know what I mean that's like Truly, a goal for my heart that I try to do. So, awesome, man. So, my second, to answer your question, yeah. So, I got another one for you. I want you to yeah. tell me a little bit about okay. um, the company that you're building, and um, just let's just start with that. Tell me a little bit about the new. I know you. I know you have a new vision. I know you got a new company that you're launching. Tell me how that's going to change the world and your vision for that.
1: So, the new company I'm launching is a company called Lifepreneur like entrepreneur, but with the word life, lifepreneur. And the concept behind it is that as I look back on the last 15 years of being a marketer, I've really experienced a wide variety of emotions, this roller coaster, and there's, it's taught me a lot. There's been years where um, I've I, like, there's times where I made like a multiple six-figure income. And then within a handful of months, I found myself getting evicted from my apartment, getting a car repossessed, and uh, not being able to having a negative bank account and a 485 credit score? How does this happen? And there's this journey that entrepreneurs take. And then I also find myself, like, sometimes not being inspired by money, you know, as having having a weird relationship about money, like, yeah, I've already chased money, more money is not gonna get me fulfillment. But then at the same time, like the things that I really want to do that give me fulfillment, I find myself not doing so I think that there's this lack of There's a missing balance for entrepreneurs out there. There's a missing balance of sustainability in business. Uh, There's a missing balance of, see, like this is the reason is they don't teach this stuff in school. So when you're an entrepreneur, you really just kind of like one day you just like end up on webinars. Somebody kind of spits a good idea and you're like, okay, let's run with this. And you just sort of take action or you sit on the sidelines and you watch a hundred webinars before taking action. So you're either kind of one of these people, you like take action or you watch a bunch. And, and what happens is like you're learning. And this is kind of like the school of hard knocks. Like, you know, it's crazy because you're learning from people who, you know, you don't know which gurus to even trust. You don't know which strategy is any good. You don't know who's just trying to get your money, who's got something valuable. So you're navigating this like underground world of just like trying to get information that they don't teach in school and in that information very rarely does it talk about like money management or you know how to properly be able to uh set up a corporation or make sure you don't have a huge tax burden or how to be able to file properly or how to be able to make sure that you like are a good steward with the money so that's sustainable like when I started making money, it was just about the grind. It was just about the sales process. How can, I go to, how can I get a client to give me money? And then it became about the fulfillment process. Now these clients give me money. How can I do the service? Then it became about the scaling process. How can I do it with more than one client? How can I get 10 clients? Then it became the first hill and I lose all my stuff. And then it's like, how do I, how do I reframe my mind and, and start over? How do I get back up, dust myself off and do it again? All in this process, there was nothing that really Gave me balance. There was nothing in that journey that said, and here's how to make sure you're setting aside time to be able to invest in others and, and, and charities and volunteer and be able to fulfill yourself there. It never said, here's how you uh, invest your money in a way that you could be a philanthropist and be able to go out there and, and release, knowing that more is coming and trusting in that. There, it never said, hey, here's how to make sure that you, that you file properly so you don't get stuck with a $200,000 tax bill a few years from now. That's gonna wreck you. It's just gonna wreck you. You're gonna be on top of the world one day and you're gonna get wrecked by something because you're going about learning in a, an alternative way. If it, the school system did, they would structure it, right? But the school system can't teach this stuff because it changes too fast. It's um, such a volatile industry. So the school system, very structured, give them props for their structure. They can't teach it. It would take them like, let's say Facebook came out with something called like Facebook live streaming. Okay, you could do Facebook lives. It would be three to four years before a school implemented that into a marketing class. And by the time the three or four years went by, who knows if Facebook live streaming even exists anymore or if Facebook's even the popular platform anymore. So it's too risky for a schools to get involved in this because it's too risky and too much red tape. And by the time they do it, if they did, that strategy is going to be taught for 10 years. They're not going to put all that energy together to put together textbooks and school books and curriculum and approve it by PhDs just to have it like stop so they don't even risk it they only teach principles at school they don't teach practices so because of this you don't learn a lot of this stuff even if you went to school there's nowhere to learn it and i saw a void in the marketplace i saw a bunch of entrepreneurs who were struggling with balance and fulfillment i saw people struggling with believing that that they're worth more money you know feeling like you know I i saw people struggling with accepting money from others like this it's painful because your association with money is not always good it feels bad sometimes To accept money because then that other person is out their money and now it's on your shoulders to try to give them enough value for their money in return and now that could be pressure you could both i don't even want this pressure of having to fulfill a thousand dollars worth of something to this person you know or not just struggles with money but struggles with taxes struggle with legal struggles with i know a lot of people that don't even want to put themselves out there like you and i are vince because they're worried about being judged they're worried about the hate they're worried about people looking at their teeth or you know something some mis- mishap about their face or something in it that self-consciousness kills them. So there's this big void that's not being addressed in any unified place. So I created this company called Lifepreneur, which is the idea of turning into like an entrepreneur for life. Like really like you get it, you've gone down this rabbit hole, you know you don't want to work for somebody else, you don't want to just work a job, you really want to do this and the idea is to give you a well-balanced approach to be able to help you do this properly. It's essentially the stuff that I wish somebody would have mentored me and coached me on during my early entrepreneur journey. It would have saved me hundreds of thousands in back taxes. It would have saved me a lot of, look, I'm not saying you won't have any downs cause you gotta right. take risks as an entrepreneur. And unfortunately that means they won't all pan out. But your, your, your ride doesn't need to be like this, you know? It just doesn't. Right. It could be like, you know, a little more like sustainable, sustainability. So the concept came about like this. I felt like everybody wants to achieve a better lifestyle. It's what everybody's going after, a better lifestyle. But what does lifestyle really mean? Does that mean, does lifestyle mean driving a Ferrari? Well, to some people it might, but to some people, no, that's not their goal. So what does lifestyle mean? If you take lifestyle and break it into two words, you have life and you have style. What does it take to have life? In order to have life, it takes time, right? When you're on your deathbed, you're not gonna wish, you're not gonna say, I wish I had another $100,000 in the bank. You're gonna say, I wish I had another 10 years with my family or with my friends, or to make an impact, or to do something, I don't want to die. No one wants to die. So time is your most valuable commodity, not money. Time, and get your priorities straight. It's definitely time. Look, so many people are caught up with the money game, but it's not, and the reason is time is invisible. When I woke up this morning, there was no like reminder of time, but you know what there's a lot of reminders of? money. I had to spend money to do this. I had to spend money to be on this. I had to spend money for this. I'm in here and I'm, I need to spend money to furnish my, my new place that it's moved into. I need to eat food, spend money to do that. Every is a constant reminder of money. There's not a huge constant reminder of time. Only like when you're running behind, you're like, I wish I had more time. Time is secret and it sneaks up on you, man. Next thing you know, you're 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, 70 years old, and it, you suddenly realize like, wow, that was the valuable commodity. So I put that first, life, to have more lifestyle, to have more life, you need time, and to have more style, you need money, okay? So you take those two words. Lifestyle is essentially a combination of time and money. Now, if we break it down to a combination of time and money, I can split that in half, and I could say, here's a bunch of activities to be able to help you, one, accumulate more time, and two, be able to do something great with your time. And then over here, here's strategies to make and accumulate more money, and then to do great things with your money. So what I do is I form this quadrant, and on the top you have time, and on the bottom you have money, and on one side and the other, I don't know which side they're seeing this and they're reflected, but on what would be your left side you have you, and on your right side you have others. So it's a really simple little quadrant, like a plus sign. On the top is time, bottom's money, left side is you, right side is others. The idea is you go through this balance of each quadrant, each square, the top left square, you're investing time into you the most important place to invest your time is you. It is you because you need to become the best version of you to make the best impact in this world. So how do you become the best version of you? Well, first of all, you're watching this right now. By watching this, you're investing time into you. You're not investing time in events. You're not investing time into uh, into Chris. You're really investing time into you, right? This is really about you, okay? If it was just about me and Vince, why display it to you guys? I mean, unless we were trying to sell something, hey, here's, a, here's, a th- here's an offer, then maybe there's something. Otherwise, why invest time in you? It's like, this is for you. This is to help you level up. You're gonna hear this, and you're gonna pull a couple of nuggets, and you're gonna become a better version of you. So invest time in yourself. This is books, this is audios, this is seminars, this is masterminds, this is getting around positive people that can kind of rub off on you, maybe letting some of the negative people go to become a better version of you. But it's not just inner game, it's also... Your physical game, this is like becoming the best body you could be in, becoming the healthiest body you could be in. Um, become the best version of you all the way around. That's the top left quadrant, invest time into you. The bottom left quadrant is invest money into you. You need to learn how to make more money and have so much of an abundance with money. And here's the, here's the example I'm going to give you. This is where your goal should be with money. You know, Vince said a million a month net, I said a million a month net. That's because we're like, we're like the, the kind of person that likes a metric that's like definable like that's a that's a definable metric i can get to here's a great one to start you off with okay and the way i'll say it is like this without eating up too much time the way i'll say it is like this to survive we really need these three things we need food we need water and we need oxygen to survive like technically i could survive without money i mean people could like just live off the land okay so like you need food water and oxygen though so check this out food the average person could go weeks could live weeks without food, but you'll eventually die, okay? Water, the average person could live days without water, but if you don't consume water, you will eventually die. Oxygen, the average person could could live minutes without oxygen. Weeks without food, days without water, minutes without oxygen. But of those three, which one do you think about the most every day? Food. The thing you need the least of those three is what you think about the most. Second most, water. Yeah, I'm thirsty, I'm dehydrated, whatever it is but you know what you rarely think of? Oxygen. Why? I want you to, in your mind right now, before I tell you, why do we rarely think about oxygen? Because it's everywhere. It's literally everywhere. Oxygen is so abundant. When I walk out this door, I'm going to trust that there's oxygen on the other side of it. When I walk out the front door, I'm going to trust there's oxygen out there. Everywhere I go, I'm going to trust there's an abundance of oxygen. I don't have to pay for it. It's there. But check this out what if i dunked your head underwater after a few seconds five seconds would you be thinking about lunch and dinner tonight would you be thinking about food no would you think you wouldn't be thirsty you got plenty of water down there where you're being dunked you'd be thinking about oxygen and here's the point i'm making when it's taken away from you It's all you can think about when you don't have it, when you have a lack of it, a scarcity of it, it's all you can think about and it will control your life. So what if I financially dunked you underwater? All you'd be able to think about is money. It's all that would matter. And unfortunately, That's where the majority of our population is. We're in a constant state of thinking about money because it is not everywhere around us. Okay? And what happens is we have this huge list of 100 problems and 90 of them are money solvable. But there's these other 10 that money can't fix. But you don't even bother with those because the other 90 are so overwhelming. The majority of your problems are solvable by money. I have debt. I need to do this for my kids. This was unexpected. My car broke down. I need to be able to get from here to there. I need food. I need this and that. I need rent. There's bill cl- Whatever it is, money, 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 money. Your goal should be to get to a place where money is like oxygen. Man. And it's all around you and it's abundant. That should be your goal. That's not a million a month net, but that's just, once you get to the point where you have a relationship with money, where you understand money's like oxygen, then you can be so abundant, you can actually be overflowing onto others. So the left side of the quadrant is all about investing time in yourself, investing money in yourself. And that might mean go live in the house you wanna live in, get the car you wanna get in, wear fashion jewelry, be okay with money, have so much abundance to say, I trust that more is coming and I'm gonna bless others. Then you move to the right side of the quadrant and you invest time in others, you invest money in others. Be a volunteer, be a philanthropist, do good with that money. Money's not evil. If I gave you, if somebody, if Vince gave me a $100 bill, if that $100 bill in my hand jumped up and smacked me in the face, then money's evil. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't. Money's just a fiat little piece of paper. It's the hand that holds it that determines what's gonna happen with this money. And if you have any relationship that money's evil, I gotta ask yourself, do you think you're evil? Because that's really what you're saying. Because if money's evil, if there's evil people out there, we need to all team up and get the money from them and get it to us so we can be good stewards with the money. And that's what Lifepreneur is all about. It's all about helping you cr- make money, helping you free up time by automating your business and freeing up time so we can spend time on some really cool epic stuff, which is we can go out there and be philanthropists, we can go out there and be volunteers, we can go get hands on and we can make an impact in the world and that's Lifepreneur. It's the dream to be able to create a community of Lifepreneurs, we team up, we make money, and we make a difference.
0: You know what Chris, first off, Unbelievable content. If you're watching this live, please comment. Go nuts the like button and all that good stuff, because this is crazy. It's been so awesome, I just forgot about the timer. <laughs> Normally I try to keep these, we're just gonna go, and we'll end when, when this ends, because I didn't want to stop you, man. And you know what, here's the deal. I heard an interview that you did with our good friend Mark Hoverson, who's unfortunately going through some, a rough time right now. Um, and he said that you might be the best trainer that he's ever met. And I was like, hmm. And dude, today I can see why he said that, bro. I mean, there's not a lot of people that can share information about business, life, money in simple terms and get people fired up. And, you know, I told myself when I started this this podcast, we're gonna, no matter what they're saying, we're gonna stop it at this time. I'm like, dude, just keep talking. And that's rare, dude. You you freaking drop massive bombs, bro. Appreciate that. And Thank I can you. see why this company is going to be successful. So make sure you guys follow Chris connect with him and uh, see whatever he's got going on. All right. So um, do me this favor, man. Where can people connect with you? Like where's some good spots yeah. connect with you?
1: Yeah. Social media is the best way to connect with me because I'm very active on social media, almost any network. Um, you know, Chris record record, like a record breaker, like a record setter, like a record player, like break, like I'm setting records, making records, taking records. <laughs> Chris Record, and I'm always rocking an orange hat. That's probably the biggest giveaway of me. If you're ever at a conference, you can just spot the dude with the orange hat. I'm always rocking an orange hat, and um, yeah, you guys can follow me there. My company is in pre-launch, so it's hard to like look up and get a lot of information about my company. So just follow me. You know, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, connect with me. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube. I got a YouTube channel. Um, you know, I you can actually go and catch up. Uh, you know, on on video. I mean, there's like. Millions of views worth of like just free training, really epic free training, teaching you how to make money. Plus, you know what? Go watch some of my rap videos. and This he's is crazy, be but to I do
0: entrepreneur rap. He does do entrepreneur rap, and it's awesome. And also, you're going to be speaking at our event this year, so come meet him in person yep. as well. So let me do this. I want to go over. Well, let me ask you this. Normally, you get two questions. I don't even know if you do. You have any other questions for me? Because I want to get through these powerful notes before I get into them. Did you okay, have anything I, I, else?
1: I do have, one, I do have one question. One okay. quick question. Um, like when I'm on Facebook for the past couple of years, there's this recurring theme of seeing Vince Reed ads. Okay, like your branded ads, I constantly see them. And I just, I remember there was one time I'm like, what is it, is he, am I in an audience he's targeting? Uh, I'm guessing, I'm, my guess is that it's a retargeting ad. That's my guess, but, it, but it's been going on for a while. So it's like, unless I'm revisiting your site every six months, how do I keep ending up? So like, you're doing a really good job staying relevant you know, in an industry where it's so easy to be like, ah, forgotten or some, some, new, some new popular person or whatever, <laughs> you're staying consistently relevant, dude. And I'm, I constantly see you. And every time I see your ad, whether or not I engage in it, it's a reminder. Vince Reed is an influencer in this space, making things happen. So first, I just want to say props for finding a way to constantly be in front of me. But second, I just wanted to like, hey, spill the beans, man. What is this? Is this a retargeting ad? Are you targeting audience? How do I keep seeing you?
0: Yeah, man, it's 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 a classic retargeting. And if you hear me talk about marketing, for me, it's all about depth, not width. So it's a couple ways. You know, you've got retargeting when a person hits your page. You've got retargeting when a person watches your video. But you also have retargeting for specific lists that you can up, upload. So for me, I'm doing a mixture of, of all of them. So a lot of times people just focus on one. So, for example, you might be in a video audience, but that video audience retargeting list might expire or sometimes you may not trust that. Maybe a person watches it and for whatever reason, they just don't show up. So, And then it's just a a mixture of running a lot of different types of ads. So when you put up new content, let me make it simple. Let's say you put up a video, right? And 1,000 people watch it and and it's week one. You put up the video the next week, what most people do is they just simply run that video to a new cold audience. But in reality, they should run the new video to the audience from the week before. And they should build an audience of both of those audiences, meaning video one's audience and video two's audience. So when they go to video three, you can market video three to the cold audience, but it should also be marketed to video one and video two. But there's another audience that's always being built because when they watch that video, typically there's a page that they have to click through. So then you want to build an audience of those guys. Then there's an audience of a person that opts in and becomes a lead. And this is simultaneously happening on multiple levels and it just goes extremely deep. So that's why it's very difficult to get out of the ventry web once you hit one of my ads, because we're constantly and it's very efficient. So you don't have to spend as much money because in reality, you're going to spend probably at least four times less. So if you're spending one hundred dollars on, on an ad, on a lead, which none of us ever would. I just want to make an easy number so people would understand that same lead to your retargeting audience would cost you twenty five dollars. So if you're spending five dollars, that same lead is going to cost me a dollar fifty or two dollars. Spending three dollars, that same it's gonna be under a dollar for me when I'm marketing to my my audiences. So I'm constantly putting up content, building those audiences, and then I'm creating layers upon layers of retargeting audiences that I'm just kind of have a system. The same way you do the video alg- algorithm with your videos on YouTube, it's the same thing I'm doing with ads on multiple platforms. And I'm also doing cross promotion at um, pixeling as well. So like, if you see my video on YouTube, there's a good chance you're gonna start seeing me on Facebook and vice
1: versa. So it's just kind of like this never-ending cycle. Dude, it's, it's dope. And if, and if anybody's watching right now, that's like you, what Vince just said, despite anything I said today, what Vince just said, you should have a light bulb go off. Because if you were to learn this from Vince through one of his courses, through one of his trainings, if you're to learn this from Vince, there's businesses out there that would spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars throwing money at you if you could develop something like this for them. So, like, literally, just if, you, if all you ever did was, like, you guys want app application or strategy, do this. Learn what he just said and go out <laughs> to businesses and say, I can set this, like, entire platform up for you where, where we're pixeling and funneling all these people and, and retargeting them, just doing exactly what he teaches you. And literally, there's businesses that will spend $5,000, $10,000, even more, because that's what they need. They want to be the Vince Reed, but with their brand. Okay? Absolutely. So just, I'd just, I love it. You're doing a fantastic job with that. Props to you.
0: Appreciate it, man. Let me get to these notes, which I keep all the time. So you let me know how I do. So we started off, Chris was a skater. He's an entrepreneur. It took him five years to to basically turn a profit. Uh, His goal, obviously, is to get to a million dollars a month. And I asked him the question first, which was interesting to me, because I know people look, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but it just seems like today people are so sensitive to, like, they see a person with a Lambo or see a person with money. They've just got serious issues with money. And I've experienced that lately. As I, and I've even found myself, which I had to talk to a coach about. This as a side note, about suppressing my success a little bit because people were like, and I'm like, they're like, no, you need to stop doing that. Do what you want. So, anyways, whole nother
1: story. Why I asked you the question, but no, you, let me let me chime in on that real quick. It, it could be quick. Okay. I went through a similar thing, and when I was restarting this company, I kid you not, one of the ideas I had was to start from complete scratch, meaning nothing, sleeping on a friend's couch. And I was going to daily document the journey of literally like, how am I gonna pay this month's rent? Here's my, I was gonna every day like kind of go, okay, here's my objective, like a, like a reality show. How am I gonna pay my rent? How am I gonna take care of my kids? How am I gonna do this and that? Like, okay, what's our objective? We need a thousand dollars to do this. So how am I gonna do it? And I came up with this whole like script and I was I was like, yeah, this is gonna be dope. But then I thought to myself, shoot, it's not really me. Like I could do it. And it would be cool and it would actually probably go viral and I could be Mr. Popular with that kind of the rise from like couch surfing to like a multi-million dollar company. But then there was something else that took over and said, Chris, just be yourself. There's probably some people out there that you could inspire that to do that story. Some young entrepreneurs that actually grind it and do it. Just be yourself. So I went, I just wanted to chime in and say, I went through the same exact thing. And other people watching, they might too. Even when you get to the point of having made over seven figures with your business, you might still have a conflict with. Money and how other people are going to view you and the perception they're going to have of you, judgment, haters, maybe even have people talking about you saying, ah, you know, blah, 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 Mm blah. And it gets to you, dude, no matter how tough you might seem, it gets to you. It is a real thing. And at the end of the day, what Vince said is powerful, which is just be yourself because no matter what, you can't please everybody. And there's going to be a big old tribe of people out there that will love who you are. You don't have to conform to what society tells you is popular. And right now, Vince, you are living in an era where it is more popular to be broke than it is to be rich. And that era will change. Probably 10 years from now, it will change. Just like one era, it was popular to be a hippie back in the 70s. And then like in the early 2000s and stuff, like it started reemerging and people started going just like vintage. It's cool to be vintage or it's cool to be retro. These These cycles will keep changing. Right now, it's cooler to, be riding a, a bicycle to work <laughs> and so that than it is to drive a Ferrari to work. But 10 right. years ago, the Ferrari was cooler. Cycles change. Don't let it conform, you guys. Be you. So true, man. That's
0: kind of, that's what I basically decided to do. You said don't compare yourself to anyone. Uh, and then the, the a powerful thing we talked about for a little bit was you said just – create basically a real life video game, you know, and you talked about how when you got started selling websites, you went after 50 businesses and level one for you was to make one sale. And then level two was to get 10 clients. And then what you, when you figured that out, you were like, okay, cool. Let me create a way to do SEO for those companies. And then you signed on some more people made $10,000 and then it went to $20,000. So create this game in your life, which I really, really loved. I love that, that process. Um, you talked about the S curve in the game. When you start playing the game, you're gonna see that that thing to start to take off and, tr- and trust me, it happens. You related it to health and fitness. You talked about a six pack. You know, if you wanna get a six pack, the first thing you probably wanna figure out versus just going on some crazy diet is what does your body fat even need to be to even have a six pack and then work towards that goal and then think of, of other things moving forward. Uh, you basically left your prior company after growing that company for 18 months. Uh, you decided to... Um, Basically, venture out and try to build a new audience on YouTube, which you did, releasing bit rap videos, content for days on days straight. You figured out the algorithm. Uh, you said YouTube was something because was was cool to you because the video circulation was awesome. Put a video up on Facebook, it gets good, a good punch and then it dies. Put it on, on YouTube, it continues to basically grow. You come back a few months later, you've got 30,000 views. You're like, what the heck happened? Uh, let's see here. YouTube is great for a fresh audience because people are searching. It's very important to be, uh, be attentive and aware of watch time. And then you went into this awesome training, which could have been a webinar in itself, which, which was the four T's to kill it on YouTube. And uh, that was basically number one, the thumbnail, number two, title, number three, teaser, number four, treasure, which was, was awesome. And then we talked a lot about your new company, which I loved about what you did, by the way. Just I wrote down here the word framing just the way you framed the company before you even started talking about what it was, it didn't matter who you were. There was something in the way you framed it that made me want to be a part of it. And because it was something for everyone, which was so true. So whether you're presenting your company, I thought that there was a lesson for me when I do these, I always take lessons from it. So like for me, the way you framed your company was amazing. And I was like, I'm going to make a mental note of that for when I frame things that I'm offering as well. But it was that was that was phenomenal. And then the most important bomb that we talked about a lot of was time is the most valuable commodity, and it was just fire. Let's see, do I have anything else? And that was it. I had pages. I have more, but I wanted to go through them. That was a great <laughs>
1: summary.
0: That was a great. Question. <laughs> you know, I, I I take the notes and we recap every time. and I tell people that I took notes like this, I might have been a decent student. And then everyone says, well, then you may not be where you are right now. So. I'll take that. <laughs> cool, man. Well, listen, bro, you survived the battle zone. This might go down as probably one of the best interviews I've ever done. I took a lot from it, pages and pages notes. Well, we appreciate you,
1: and uh, keep crushing, man. Any parting words, anything you want to say before, you, before we let you go? Yeah, quick parting words, you guys. If you really want to make a difference in the world, serve others. And our good friend Mark Hoverson right now is an entrepreneur fighting stage four cancer. You guys can go to GoFundMe.com slash Mark Hoverson and check it out. Uh, You can ask Vince for more information about it. Do something, even if it's a small donation or even if you're just sharing the page, do something, take action. Don't be one of those people that says, one day when I become a millionaire, I'm going to help homeless people or I'm going to help foster children. Do it now. Time is too short find the balance now a great way to do that is to support a fellow entrepreneur that's made such a huge impact on millions of people around the world his name is mark hoverson his familys uh you'll be supporting the family you'll be supporting the vision this dude is a true leader gofundme.com slash mark hoverson that's what i would say is the next step for you guys
0: yeah absolutely and i'm sure you guys are going to see a lot more from me coming about that but definitely support mark he's been a mentor for me for years and obviously impacted chris's life you guys should also check out the interview
1: you did with him um, which was phenomenal. Yeah, you can right. go to YouTube and do Mark Hoverson Cancer. If you want to hear his cancer story, he breaks it down. It's, it's, it's epic. And you should watch his mindset. Fighting death. He's still preaching vision, inspiration, leadership. It is amazing. amazing. Video.
0: It definitely is. Awesome, brother. Appreciate you, man. And all of you guys, please be sure to share this thing like it comment with someone that you love because this was definitely fire and until next time we'll see you guys on the internet later hey what's going on ventry here i know you got a ton of value from the content that i just shared with you but i want to let you know that i have an additional bonus for you how would you like to learn how to generate 2100 quality leads for your business in less than 90 days and four lead generation and marketing strategies that you can use to actually get them If so, go ahead and click on the link in the description of this video or visit ventry.com forward slash win. I'll see you there.